Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week seven of the In Odds We Trust podcast, going strong here in season two. Uh, if you listened last week, Rob went six and eight. I went seven and seven. Jacob, nine and five. Uh, Jacob Willie really pulling the uh, weight of the podcast here. 54 and 40 overall. How are you feeling, Jacob? Uh, I mean, I didn't even know. I thought I went eight and six this past week. Still thought it was good, but. 54 and 40, that, that feels nice after six weeks of football, just picking the games day of podcast. So, hey, let's just try to keep it going. Definitely impressive. I'm just about a 500 going 46 and 48. Rob is 10 games behind, 42 and 52. Um, yeah, so follow Jacob. My, my One of my friends, I put him on this podcast. And he was pissed this week. He said, you owe me a fuck ton of money. You lost me a bunch of money this week. You just got to pick the right people to listen to. It's obviously not me or Rob. Listen to Jacob. We're just here to to fill up the podcast a little bit. Even if he listened to one of us, it's not like he lost a bunch of money last week. Yeah, I don't know. He, I think he goes rogue a little bit and starts doing some crazy shit. Kind of yeah, like he's me. He's probably doing parlays. Yeah. Going straight up bets. Yeah, that's the secret, guys. I know it's tough parlays those payouts look juicy and definitely tempting but yeah this is the wrong guy to be talking about parlays this guy said multiple times in the month of october (laughs) he wasn't doing parlays over three legs and every single week we get a parlay sent to us so it's like eight legs same game parlay oh yeah (laughs) they're hard to stay away from uh speaking of parlays before we get into the nfl picks um first of all cue the music picks um we were just talking about parlays a little bit i hit a nice parlay last weekend on the mac mid-american conference for those of you that don't know it it's the most electric conference in football college football uh very unpredictable um me and jacob love it because that's where ball state plays obviously but before we get into nfl picks i'm gonna try to do a mac parlay every week uh, so without further ado, here's what I'm thinking this week. Five legs last week went five and zero. Oh, hit the parlay, very nice. This week, I'm only doing three, and it is as follows: Eastern Michigan versus Bowling Green. I'm taking Eastern Michigan minus three. Um, Eastern Michigan's one and two in the MAC, but they play a lot better than the record shows uh, in a lot of one possession games. Um, Bowling Green's 0-3 in the MAC, and they've been struggling in the conference this year. I think a lot of people will be taking Bowling Green plus three because they had a big win against Minnesota early in the season. But uh, obviously, it's a fluke on 0-3 in the MAC since then. So don't fall for the trap. Bowling or Eastern Michigan minus three. Kent State versus Ohio. I'm going to take the under 66 and a half. Um, I really don't like playing the spread on this game. Both teams have some weird losses and some weird wins. Kansas State's one and four against the spread in their last five, and Ohio's two 
and nine in their last 11 against the spread. Uh, so I just don't really have a good read on the spread. That's why I'm taking the over-under. The under is hitting the four of the last seven games uh, for Kent State. And through seven games, Ohio is averaging tw- about 20 points per game and Kent State about 28. So I think 66 is just way too much to take the under there. And last but not least, the best team in the MAC, Ball State, minus five against Miami, Ohio. Uh, both teams are playing solid, but Ball State's just playing better ball right now. Defending MAC champs. Uh, started the season a little slow, but they're hitting their stride right now. They've won three straight games. Uh, and I think they have the best wide receiver wide receiver duo in the conference with uh, Justin Hall and Johans Tyler, both NFL-type talent. Um, and a solid run game with the uh, freshman. Carson Steele, who's averaging 5.2 yards per carry this year. Tim Riggins Jr. Tim Riggins Jr., he's a beast. Um, Let's see, put all those together real quick. Somebody fill the time here. What do you think of those picks? Um, Honestly, I like the Eastern Michigan one. I think their quarterback's pretty solid. Uh, the under, I don't, I don't know. Under scare me in the MAC. You never know what you're going to get in a MAC game. Could be low scoring, could be a, a random high scoring game. Ball State, it's Ball State homecoming. I think we got a big, big crowd there on Saturday in the shoe. It's going to be rocking. I think uh, Ball State for the first may have like a little home field advantage. So I think I like that pick too. All right, put them all together. That's plus five sixty-seven. Uh, not too crazy. Not too out of question, I don't think. That over-under total is up to 67, too, which I like even more. So lock that in. Thank me later. 5-0 and last week in the MAC. Let's go. Anybody else got any college football stuff before we get into the NFL? I don't have anything. Nope. We both hit $300 parlays, though, because that parlay, though, that was sick. That was nice. To keep the parlay trend going. That was nice. Uh, we'll have to tw- start tweeting those out. Jacob crafted up uh, a parlay. I added some input with one pick, and we both ended up hitting. So we'll have to tweet those out on uh, se- Sunday morning, Saturday night. So I think when we get all three of our brains combined, it's just locked Yeah, up I could have added Jonathan Taylor and Demai and made it even more juicy. For sure. All right, with that being said, let's get to the week seven spread picks here. Uh, Thursday nights, you probably won't hear this in time. We'll see. Denver Broncos visiting the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is the favorites at minus two. Uh, Some important things to keep in mind here. Um, Kareem Hunt, definitely out. Nick Chubb, see you out? Yep. Yep. Nick, Nick Chubb out. Baker Mayfield out. Couple offensive um, linemen out. Yeah, and in my mind, uh, everything here just kind of points to Broncos plus two. Um, they had a tough, tough week last week against the Raiders, um, but I think they'll bounce back this week and uh, beat the Browns outright. Yep, I'm with Tyler. I think just the Browns are just too beat up. Um. I think Baker Mayfield showed everyone that as a quarterback, even as much as maybe you want to try to go tackle the guy that picks your pass off, sometimes it's not the best decision in the world. 
that's not even what happened. He just when he fumbled, he got sacked and kind of just fell on his left shoulder. One I read day that he they said he thought he did it when he did the when he tried to go in for the tackle. Oh there was no, a, you could you could see a, when he falls. He, there was a couple weeks okay back when he did that. What you're talking well, about, Rob? It, yeah, it's it's been it's just it's just it's not it's non-throwing shoulder, and so it's like they pop it back in. But if he falls on or does anything to his shoulder, like it's gonna get dislocated again. So I mean, it's just like how much pain can he handle? I mean, just a short week. So I think that's why he's not playing. If it was on Sunday, I think he plays. But Teddy Bridgewater might not play either. So I mean, it might be a Drew Locke versus Case Keenum game. Tyler brought Snooze this up fast. at the beginning of the podcast. Well, when we were off, we we're just talking to each other. It's a Case Keenum revenge game. He used to start for the Broncos, kicked them out of town. Not a bad quarterback, not a great quarterback, solid backup, though. I think he does all right. I don't know if Odell plays. Jarvis, though, was at practice. He may come off the IR. I just think the Browns' defense is too good here, and even especially if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play. I just think Miles Garrett, uh, Clowney, Hey, it's a little too much. I think they can handle him, even with Case Keenum. The backup running back, DeForest Johnson, filled in a game last year, 13 rushes, 95 yards. I think he'll be all right. Donovan Peoples-Jones, give him to me. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns minus two at home. All right. Jacob taking the Browns. Me and Rob taking the Broncos. Jacob's record says that the Browns are going to win this game. I don't know. I feel like I may lose that one, but I've been feeling like that every Thursday night going into these games. Yeah. Um, interesting Thursday night matchup here. It would really suck if we had both backup quarterbacks going. That would, I might not even watch, honestly. That's not watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Uh, next up, Carolina Panthers, minus three, taking on the New York football giants at home. Um, Jacob, why don't you go ahead? This is a tough one for me. Saquon's still questionable. If Saquon plays, that's big for the Giants. I think he really helps their offense. They do have a lot of injuries on the wide receiver front, so that even Tony's not playing, so it's going to be Shepard, it seems like. So that, that scares me a little bit about the Giants. And the Giants, usually Dan Jones doesn't really play good in New York. So I know even no CMC – I think the Panthers will cover here. They had, a, they had a heartbreaking loss last week to the Vikings. I think Sam Donald will play good for Tyler. We traded. We made the trade. Not for Henderson, but we still we, we found common ground. Yep. And uh, so I think Donald will be good for Tyler this week. I think Panthers cover. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Panthers minus three. I think this game comes down to uh, how well Sam Donald plays. Um Kind of hit a hit a road bump in the last couple games, uh, throwing some interceptions, some turnovers, um, and they lost both of those games. So I think it comes down to how Sam Darnold plays. If he can play like he did at the beginning of the season, um, like Sam Newton, as as they were calling him, then I think they they can win this game. And I think he will play better. Uh, so I'll take the Panthers minus three. Yep, I'm with you, Panthers minus three. I actually I don't think Sam Darnold was even that bad. It was his receivers. Yeah, he had so Three many drops. Look, her- DJ Moore dropped. I don't know how many passes. Robbie Anderson. <laughs> I think he had uh, nine or ten drops from his wide receivers. Yeah, they, in one game. Yeah, they they killed him. So I think they do a little bit better this week and they cover. 
kind of a boring game of Saquon. Don't play. I don't see how he would play. Looking at his ankle, what was that, two weeks ago? It just swelled. It was just a sprained ankle, though. It just, you know. It's fucking swollen. It looked like a softball on the side of his ankle. I think they'll they'll sideline him this game. And, yeah, and try I, to I, he'll probably be back a week or two. Yeah, they don't want to force him back out there, especially. I just wanted for fantasy, man. I got to play some bombies at running back this week. Yeah, you had some bad running back luck, that's for sure. Trading away um, James Robinson didn't help. Yeah, for Kittle. Yeah, Kittle and Kareem Hunt, both of my IR right now. It's fucking sick. I traded Jalen Waddle, who had two touchdowns last week, and James Robinson. Nice. That's good stuff. Looking back on it, I thought I scammed Hughes' ass. No, not no more. He's from the future. He knew it was coming. All right, next up, we got the <laughs> um, New York Jets. Going to Foxborough, taking on the Patriots. Um, Patriots are the favorites here, minus seven. Um, rewind to a year ago. I believe the Jets covered this game last time they played. Um, but I think the Patriots are better this year um, with Mac Jones opposed to Cam Newton. So I'll take the Patriots minus seven. Uh, they impressed me. Last week against the Cowboys, I told you guys it was a trap game. Went down to the wire. Uh, just so happened to be a, a touchdown scored in overtime. If it was a field goal, they would have covered for me. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. But, um, yeah, I think the Pats win this game uh, by a touchdown or more, minus seven. Yep, I agree. I think uh, Zach Wilson's going to be seeing ghosts out there today or that game. I could see a very bad Zach Wilson game against the Patriots secondary. My opinion, at least. Yeah, they they played week two, and the Patriots won twenty five to six, and Zach Wilson had four ints. Yeah. So, what they played already? Yeah, they yeah. played week two. Oh shit! Yeah, that was the bad. That was like the three. He was like three interceptions and four passes or something like that game. Yeah. For Zach Wilson. I do think he'll be better this game. He looks like he's kind of thing, figuring out the NFL a little bit. I mean, he has a bad, terrible offensive line, so he's not going to be great. Pat's defense going to get to him a lot and often. Mac Jones looks good. I mean, he looks like one of the better rookie quarterbacks so far. And uh, I think they cover again. They won by 19 last time. They can win by seven. So, yeah, Pat's minus seven. I will say Zach Wilson coming off a bye week. Maybe he studied up a little bit more. We'll see. I want to see what they do with their running backs, the Jets. See if they finally figure out the Michael Carter. It's probably their best option. I got to play him this week in a league, so I hope I'm i really here. hoping <laughs> he had 10 points against the Pats last week, week too, so I'm hoping that if he gets 10 points, I'm – Yep. Good job. Good job. Not, you, yeah. you did your job. You did your not job. on by, so it's my Yeah, same. That's so. exactly what I'm in the situation <laughs> for. Najee's a beast. Steelers on by, so we can't talk about him, so I'm just going to bring him up right now. Najee's a fucking beast. <laughs> He's great. I mean, our offense is so bad, but he is so good. And the rookie tight end, Pat Firemuth. Stud. Pumped about those two guys. All right, we can go on to the next game. Our next game, we got my Kansas City Chiefs um, going down to Nissan Stadium in Nashville, taking on the Tennessee Titans. Chiefs are the favorites. Minus five and a half. Titans with a huge, huge win on uh, Monday Night Football. 
I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, their defense stepped up big time. Full line stand in the fourth quarter. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to take Kansas City minus five and a half. I think the Titans win last week was a little bit of a fluke. Um, they're definitely Derrick Henry heavy. Uh, if he doesn't have a good game, then they're not going to play good as a team. And the Chiefs actually, they showed me something last week. First half, I was I was ready to uh, switch teams. Not that I'd ever do that, but uh, first half was brutal. Patrick Mahomes, two interceptions, just trailing at half by three. Not very good. Then the second half, they came out. And um, God fucking damn, boys. <laughs> motherfuckers are texting. I'm about to mute my computer. All right. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs came out and scored 21 straight points uh, to beat the Washington football team. Looked incredible in the second half. Uh, I also think they get Josh Gordon going a little bit more this week as well, which I love. So I'll take the Chiefs minus five and a half. Got a separate bet going with the buddies. It was just for the money line. I got a hundred bucks on the Chiefs. He's got the Titans. Hopefully, I can't believe he didn't want spread. That blows my mind. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he understands spread because he like he was. <laughs> it would he, only helped. It only helps him. <laughs> yeah, he goes. I don't want any of that spread bullshit. I didn't, okay. I didn't, okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say like, you know, that gives you five points, six points, maybe. I didn't want to say okay. that because then, yeah. Uh, but Chiefs, Chiefs all the way. Let's go. They're they're coming back. They're going to finish season strong into the playoffs. Starts with this game right here. Uh, is Kelsey's hand actually broken? Or did you make that up to so made Rob it up. for trading? Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted uh, Kelsey in fantasy, so I made it up. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. He is questionable. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I'm not I, I'm sure yeah. he'll play. Um, man, Titans beat the Bills. Bills beat the Chiefs. It's kind of hard not to pick the Titans here. Steelers beat the Bills too. Steelers are three and three, baby. We're right there with the Chiefs, motherfucker. Come on. I'm just saying the Bills obviously have had some bad losses. I don't think we should. I mean, obviously take it into account, but I think it's a, a fluke game in my opinion. You didn't let me finish because I have the Chiefs minus five and a half. No Julio Jones hasn't really done much, but his catch on Monday night was so was sick. Bro, yeah, crazy. That was so badass when he <laughs> caught it off his helmet. That was bad. That's sick. That was one of the better catches I've seen in my life. But then he pulls hamstring later in the game. I honestly fell asleep. I thought the Bills were going to blow him out. Woke up. The Titans won. Uh, I just don't think the Titans, Titans Tannehill is not look good this season. Uh, Derrick Henry's a beast, but I think the Chiefs will put like eight in the box or something and make Tannehill beat him. I don't know if Tannehill can do it. Honestly, well, he'll have to prove it. Can he score with Patrick Mahomes because the Titans defense stinks? I don't think he can score with Patty Mahomes. I got the Chiefs minus five and a half. Yep, I agree. Uh, the Bills were my lock last week, so Tennessee kind of killed me. But going into the game, like an hour before, I just started to think, I don't know why, just the way the NFL seems like this year, every time you think a team starts pulling away from everybody, they yep. go right back to reality. And I think that's kind of more what it was. I think they're ten Tennessee's to Derrick Henry. You know, I think that's all they really have. A.J. Brown will probably have a big game because the Chiefs. Yeah, he turned game. on in the second half last week. But I said last week I wasn't going to pick the Chiefs until they showed me something. 
in the second half, they finally started to look like the Chiefs. It was nice to see. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Another big uh, thing in this game, um, Chris Jones is moving back to the inside of the defensive line. They had a little experiment going with him playing defensive end. Obviously didn't go very well. Uh, he's a big, big body, so I think he belongs on the inside, and that's where they're going to stick him this week, hopefully for good. Um, but I think definitely this week to, to try to slow down Derrick Henry. Third question for you, Tyler. Darrell Williams, big game last week. You think he keeps that role going when Clyde comes back? Um, I honestly don't know. Uh, they, like we talked about in the past, they don't play Clyde like I think they should. Like if they played Clyde like they played Daryl last week, Clyde would do the same shit, I think. Even McKinnon. Yeah. Like Clyde can catch passes. That's what he was yeah. known for in college. And he can run the ball too. Like he's still a good runner. Yeah, I think they'll give it back to Clyde just because um they they use the first round pick on him. I don't see them like abandoning that so quick. Um, but if if he starts underperforming, then definitely I could see I could see uh, a split backfield, definitely. I just think they got to start using Clyde like that. Like get him involved, get him like five, six targets a game, get him running like 15 times maybe. And I, I think that makes opens up the Chiefs offense. You can't just predict a Kelsey or Tyree deep ball every single time. You got to like, you got to look for the run a little bit. Yeah. We yeah. should clarify Clyde is definitely not playing in this game. He's still on. Uh, no, Clyde's uh, still on IR for a couple of weeks, but I'm just, when he comes back, uh, Daryl looked real good last week. He had like 20 some fantasy points. That's why I'm excited for the the addition of Josh Gordon. They still haven't played him more than like ten snaps that I've noticed, maybe even five snaps, honestly. Uh, but I think oh, adding, uh, adding him in the offense could really create some depth and and uh, divide the the second. I mean, period. you honestly have depth in the wide receiver spot. I mean, Robinson's yeah, like, not bad. Pringles not bad. Yeah, Hardman's not bad. Like all those guys are decent. Um, I got one thing for Tyler. What do you think about the uh, Mahomes family minus uh, Patrick? <laughs> yeah, Rob, I'm, we... I'm starting to think that it's going to become a distraction at one point. And yeah. He um, said that interception should have been on Tyreek Hill. Yeah. yeah, his mom said that his mom got involved this week, uh, said the yeah. two passes should be uh, interceptions <laughs> on the person that tips it up or fumbles even. It's, it's just ridiculous. He should talk to his family and say, Listen, stay the fuck off Twitter. Jackson, <laughs> do your TikTok shit, whatever. Just don't dance on Sean Taylor's grave, pretty much. <laughs> it's just a mess, man. I, I I can't imagine how he's feeling um, having to even talk to him about that. I don't know if he has talked to him. but if I was a reporter, that's a question I asked. Like, what, what, what is your thoughts on your family, Patrick? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But I think it comes with him, you know, obviously – Starting off his career uh, so hot, and then kind of having a a lull in his in his season here um, this year. I think they're they're going to be active on Twitter. A lot of haters coming out, and his family's just got to ignore it. But they keep fucking giving into it and saying dumb shit, doing dumb shit. Yeah, especially on Twitter. Like Twitter, is such that's just for trolls. Yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of it, Rob. When I know we talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he should just disown his family, honestly. He should pull Aaron Rodgers. Divorce his wife, take the kid, raise him to be a stud. Chiefs got a quarterback for the next 50 years. Is it a, it's a girl or a boy? I don't know. 
Hopefully it's a boy, so that statement is true. But um, all right, next game, Washington football team at Green Bay. Green Bay is the favorite, minus eight. Um, this is going to be my lock of the week. I'm going to pick the Packers, minus eight. Washington, I uh, still don't know if their defense is good or not. They definitely definitely haven't showed me that they're good. Um, I think a lot of people are riding the hype of last year, the defense being so good. Um, I definitely think they're a lot worse than last year. Taylor Heineke is definitely not there. Their quarterback there. I feel like as soon as Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back, they'll be in a lot better hands. But um, with Taylor Heineke. They may get two of them. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. We're going to talk about that in the next game. But Tua could be out of there in Miami. Um, yeah, we'll you talk about Tua that. You think Tua would start over Heineke? Uh, I probably would. I don't, I'm not even a fan of Tua. But Then when Fitzpatrick comes back, he starts? Yeah. Yeah, I really like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he's he's underrated as hell. Um, and I know. I don't know what's his timeline for his injuries. Anybody know? It was like six to eight weeks when it happened. Yeah, so it should be coming here in the but next. But he is an old man, though. I'm coming off like dislocating your hip. That's tough to be yeah. 38, 39 years old. Yeah. Harvard educated man. I think he'd be able to make it work. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the Packers. Not a, not big on Washington right now. Um. Did play the first half against the Chiefs well, but we also had like three turnovers, two interceptions, and a fumble. So um, Packers should be able to handle business pretty easily, and that's why it's my lock of the week. Yep, I'm with you, Packers. Um, I think last week we saw one of the best moments in the history of the Packers-Bears rivalry with Mr. Aaron Rodgers yelling at the That was so crowd. badass. That was, that was perfect. Um, it's, not, it's not Washington, so – I, I mean, it's not Chicago, it's Washington this week, so it's not Aaron Rodgers as usual. But I think the biggest thing that's actually really starting to hurt Washington is the fact Antonio Gibson keeps playing so much. I think they just need to sit him for a couple of weeks. He is clearly not okay. Because he's a, yeah, uh, a fracture in his shin. Yeah, and he just keeps playing, and I just think it's actually hurting them more than anything. He leaves every single game. Yeah. He comes back in. Like put him on IR and there's a bunch of free agent running backs if you don't trust McKissick running. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna know. play. And but they have the guy from Tyler, you know this guy. Remember the guy from Buffalo, that Patterson oh, guy that was super good like, at Buffalo? Crazy, yeah, that crazy touchdown game, right? He would have like six touchdowns, three hundred yards and shit like that. He had a couple games like that. He's their he would probably be their main down back sometimes. McKissick would still be involved, obviously, because McKissick's really good. And they're going to be trailing, so he's going to be catching a lot of balls this week because I don't think Gibson's going to play. I'm with you, both of you guys. Packers, Adams, and uh, Rodgers really starting to click. Adams, I don't remember the last time he scored. I think that's the bet I would put in. Adams' first touchdown this game. It's just seeming like it's been – he's just – him and Rodgers got a connection. He's definitely the best wide receiver in the league. And I know Tyreek's up there, but – Number 17 is so consistent. I mean, you can't guard that guy. Uh, Aaron Jones, good. Dylan, good. Yeah, Packers kind of easy here. I'm glad you told me about that Patterson guy. I was a little confused at first. You said Patterson from Buffalo. I was thinking the Bills. But, uh, yeah, I just picked him up in fantasy um, because I have Antonio Gibson. So, uh, if he goes down, Patterson's going in. He is a beast, too. Those games at Buffalo were 
insane. I think he has the uh, the record actually in Division One football for most yards in a game. He'll definitely get some work. I just I just think with them trailing, it's going to be a lot of McKissick catching footballs because like when they're trailing, McKissick's in even when he's in playing. But I still think passion gets work. Definitely. Um, yeah, pick him up if you can. He's a beast. I promise that. Next up, we got the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half going down to Miami, taking on the Dolphins. Um, I already said Falcons favorites minus two and a half. Um, Rob, pretty confident pick here from you. Go ahead. Apparently, uh, someone else here wanted this lock, and I was very surprised. I oh no, this it. is easy, man. But I I don't understand how this is only two and a half for the Falcons. The Miami Dolphins look terrible, just absolutely terrible. Tua, um, you guys talked about Washington. I've also heard rumors that the Bucks might be interested in trading for him after this year too. Uh, I don't really want him. I don't see anything positive about him, honestly. I'm just not. I, I like Tua last week. Tua didn't look bad last don't week. Don't y'all got Kyle not... Trask already? Yeah, I, I don't want Kyle Trask as our next quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that conversation way too many times. You got the dude from uh, Last Chance U, too. I forgot what his name is, but um, yeah, he's all right, too. I don't know about <laughs> the NFL. He was electric on Juco football, but. But. Yeah, I, I just think Miami's not good. They also killed me last week with uh, Miles Gaskin going from 30 fantasy points to point eight or whatever he ended up scoring. So, Atlanta. Yeah, no, I think this is easy, Rob. Uh, I wanted it as my lock. I saw you put it. I was pissed. But Matt Ryan has a week to prepare for the Dolphins, and the Dolphins just lost to the Jaguars. They're coming back from London and have to play again. So, it's like, oh, man, that's tough. They don't look good. I think their corners are both still banged up. <clears throat> Pitts looked good last time the Falcons played. They still got Patterson balling. They still got big Mike Davis. Redley's going to be back this week. I just think I think Matt Ryan is kind of getting shut off. At, like pushed him aside at the beginning of the season, had a few bad starts. But I think Matt Ryan's still going to be up there in the passing yard total at the end of the season. Yeah, I'll, I like the Falcons here. I'm also going to take the Falcons. Uh, Jacob, you mentioned a bunch of names there. I think Kyle Pitts will have a decent game. I think they're finally figuring out how to how to use him uh, to his his best ability. And then uh, I think Patterson also has uh, a big game as well. Um, can't say that for anybody on uh, the Dolphins, so I'll take the Falcons minus two and a half. We got a train pass. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right, next up, uh, Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Ravens in Baltimore. Baltimore's had, like, fucking four home games in a row, I swear to God. Um, they were probably on the road last week. I'm stupid, but uh, Ravens are favorites, minus six and a half. And they were at home last week against Chargers. Yeah, they've had, like, two or three in a row. Um, yeah, Colts were before that, too. Yeah, you're right. I want to take the Ravens uh, at home. Um, Joe Burrow has been playing really good. Uh, Jamar Chase, offensive rookie of the year in my mind. Um, but I think the Ravens are uh, just hot right now. Huge, huge win against the Chargers last week. I don't think anybody saw that uh, coming. Maybe a win, but not a blowout win. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm just going to keep 
riding them till the till the wheels fall off. Ravens minus six and a half for me. Um, I'm gonna go with Cincy. I think Cincy looks good. Um, like I think Baltimore kind of has a little bit of a falling off. Like I talked about earlier with Buffalo, it seems like every time you get this team or you start to think they might pull away or wow, they look good, they get set back to reality this year in the NFL. And I think that's going to be Baltimore this week with Cincinnati. So I like Cincy. Yeah, this is what I was talking about, how some of these matches are tough. This is the one that was tough for me when I was looking at it earlier. Oh, man. I picked against the Ravens last week and got screwed. Picked the Bengals. And I got what I want. So, I don't know. Ravens look really good. I mean, they had all three of those old-ass running backs score touchdowns last week. Uh, and Bateman. Bateman's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to be solid once he really gets going. They were in the blowout win. He looked good. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go Ravens minus six here. Minus six and a half, I mean. Just too good right now. If they, if they get beat, they get beat. Their backfield is insane to me. Um, I think last week or maybe two weeks ago, there was reports that teams started reaching out to them for trades for what is their third, fourth, fifth string running backs, which is insane to me. At the beginning of the year, a lot of their guys got hurt. We thought they were screwed in the backfield. And, uh, yeah, they're just showing that next man up mentality, and it's really impressive to me. What's insane to me, how they keep putting a healthy scratch on Tyson Williams, bro. He was so good. Like I remember week one, he had that 30-yard rushing touchdown. And they he's the most electric and most like speed they got on the team. And they're playing fucking old that these old ass running backs. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. All these guys are like, was it like the 2012 or 2013 Pro like, Bowl? The only one I get is Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray, I understand. Like he could be the him and Latavius could split time to Tyson. Like Latavius was good last year with the Saints when he filled in for Kamara. But the other, Le'Veon Bell, no, he looks bad. He got a touchdown last week. He doesn't look good. Freeman looks decent, I guess. But shoot, man, uh, Tyson is a rookie and looks like he's got more like just pop to him. Oh, weird to me. Definitely weird. Weird, weird week in general last week. There's a lot of blowouts. Um, throughout, goddamn fucking dog. A lot of blowouts throughout the whole NFL. Um, hopefully, we get some better games this week. Um, with that being said, we're going to go to a potential blowout in the next game. Detroit Lions taking on the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. You boys ready for this? The spread is minus 14 and a half. One of the larger spreads that I've seen uh, this year until we get to a game later. Um, but I'm going to take the Rams minus 14 and a half. They're one of the most dominant offenses in the NFL. Uh, right up there with the Bucks. 14 and a half, I don't think it's – I mean, it's definitely a huge spread, but I don't think it's out of question for the Rams. The Lions, I picked them last week. They suck. They flat out suck. I don't – there's no other way to put it. Jared Goff is not their answer there. Even Dan Campbell came out and said we need him to step up. Um, Jared Goff revenge game, though. Matt Stafford revenge Stafford game. Revenge game. <laughs> we got a double revenge game here. Anything goes, uh, but I'll take the Rams minus 14 and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to take the Rams minus 14 and a half. They just shit walked the Giants. The Lions got shit walked by the Bengals. 
and the Rams are a lot better than the line, or the Bengals are. So, and it's in LA. I think Matthew Stafford is going to put an absolute hurting on those lines. I think he's going to really toss some touchdowns this week. I'm going over two and a half on Matthew Stafford passing touchdowns. No doubt in my parlay this week. That'll that'll be one of the legs for sure. I think I'm going to take the Lions. I just I know it's bit me a couple of times on this podcast. I just cannot justify these biggest these spreads are just insane to me. Uh, I think it's more of a Jared Goff revenge game than a Stafford revenge game because it seemed they seem pretty mutual. Like he wanted out and they allowed him to leave. I still think the Rams win this by double digits, though. I just think they keep it under 14. That's kind of where I am with this. Yeah, lots of potential for a backdoor cover. Um, you know, if the Rams take their foot off the gas, I could see the Lions uh, coming coming through the back door and covering. But with a game like this, with uh, quarterbacks that just swapped this offseason, I think the Rams are really going to want to put it on them. Matt Stafford, I think, is going to have a career game, like Jake was saying. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Definitely one of the games to pay attention to this week, even though it'll probably be – not that close. It'll be interesting. Storylines galore in that game. Uh, next up, Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Raiders. Raiders uh, at home, minus three. I'm still kind of uh, torn on this game, so I'll let somebody else go first. Um, I'll take the Raiders minus three just because it's at home. I think this is – I actually think this is the hardest game of the week to pick. Because I think they're pretty evenly matched. So just because they're at home, I'll stick with the Raiders. Yeah, I think I want to go with you, Rob. This is a tough one, like Tyler said. But, man, Jalen Hurts looked so bad last week against the uh, Buccaneers. I know it's a different defense, but, man, oh, my. He just, like, feel like he just runs out of the pocket just for the hell of it sometimes. I know. I know his it's- offensive line didn't help him at all. I mean, the offensive line was absolutely garbage that game. So I, I'm still going to mean the Raiders got two good guys coming off the edge too. So I'm, I'm going to go Raiders. I think Josh Jacobs has a pretty big game this week. They're at home. Yeah, I'll go Raiders minus three. All right, you guys talked me into it. I'm also going to take <laughs> Las Vegas minus three. I originally had the Eagles, and then uh, Jacob reminded me of that horrible, horrible Thursday night game. I mean, they, they covered last week against the I know they covered. It was fucking rigged, dude. If you want to talk about conspiracies. Well, we'll that... talk about it for the Bucks game, I think. But as I want to talk about it, too. That shit was so fucking. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah. He's a good I... rusher, though. He's a really good rusher. I mean, he had two good rushing touchdowns. I still like Jalen Hurts for fantasy. Oh, for fantasy, he's all right. I sent out a tweet on Thursday night that said he's pretty much just a running back that has an arm. Sometimes he had 113 passing yards and he still got me 26 fantasy points. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I'm just a little salty because I had the last leg of my parlay him over like 215 or 225 passing yards. Maybe not the smartest choice. I mean, we can all play Monday morning quarterback and say that was stupid, but pretty pissed off um, on that that part. So I'll take Las Vegas minus three. Um, just because I don't think Jalen Hurts is it. I'm officially out on him if you're taking notes out there. All right, we're all going with Las Vegas. Next up, we got the biggest spread of the week. The Houston Texans taking on the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. 
minus 17 and a half. I'll say it again, 17 and a half. That is easily the biggest spread I've seen this week. And I, I can't justify taking a minus 17 and a half. This isn't college football. This is the NFL professional league here. So I'll take Houston plus 17 and a half. Cardinals are definitely going to win. There's no question about that in my mind, but I just can't in my right mind take them minus 17 and a half. Yep. I'm with Tyler. I just can't justify it. It's too much. They win this game easily, but too much. I can, I'll justify it. Uh, (laughs) Kyler Murray is going to have a fucking field day on these guys. Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt are going to destroy Davis Mills. Um, yeah, the Cardinals just beat the Browns by more than 17. I, I'm very comfortable. I mean, I'm not very comfortable, but, yeah, I, I think they win by 20 points in this game. So, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't know. With these big spreads, I mentioned it a couple picks ago, it just opens the door for the backdoor cover so easily. Like, they could be one in mean, by... The Colts just shit pumped the fucking Texans. Yeah, thirty to three. You're right, but I'm 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 keeping it. No, I'm just saying like that's that's where I'm thinking. My Texans are brutal. I'm keeping it the way it is, and um, that'll bring us to our next game. Another very large spread here: Chicago Bears in Tampa Bay, taking on the Buccaneers. Um, Buccaneers are minus twelve. And I'm actually going to change my pick last second here. Um, last year, Thursday Night Football, the Chicago Bears beat the Buccaneers outright. Don't remember what the spread was, but they beat them outright. So I think Tampa Bay is going to come hungry. They Coming off a bye? No? No, they're not coming off a bye. Thursday night. Okay, they're coming off a long – they got a long week. Uh, to prepare for the Bears and Justin Fields. I know it gives a lot of a lot of teams trouble going against these guys. But um, after their game, I, I heard Devin White talking about how big this game was for him uh, just because they lost last week. So I think they come prepared. I think Tom Brady wants to get his revenge on the Bears. And uh, I think the Bucks will cover minus 12. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Bears. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's hard because I don't think the Bears can stop the Bucks offense at all. But I just our secondary is just still so depleted and it worries me. Rob, um, allow me to talk you into your own team here. Uh, you think Justin Fields can do anything against that defense? You think that offensive line is going to be able to fucking <laughs> stop him for a second? Ida Vey is going to be pushing three offensive linemen and Justin Fields within five sec- three seconds. Yeah, I, I'm an, I'm still gonna stick with Chicago. Uh, I don't know what in the world happened with the Bucks uh, last week. I know Tyler already touched on it. I understand what the Eagles were trying to do analytically, but for the fact where the line was in the over under as well, when the Bucks <laughs> didn't kick a field goal at the end, it seemed a little. I don't know. It just seemed like something happened. They didn't even have that. to kick a field goal. They had two it minutes makes, left and they needed yeah, out. It, it just didn't make any sense. In half a score, if they can knee it out, why would you not knee it out? All I'm saying is there's too many bets. There was Tom Brady over one and a half rushing yards that didn't hit because of his knees. 
The over that's didn't just, hit. You got to know when you're you're betting Tom Brady, you can't. You got if he's going to win that game, you can't be betting his rushing yards. You're going to be taking knees. The over didn't hit. The spread didn't hit. And the, the thing did hit in some in, for some teams. For majority of of betters, the spread didn't hit. And the big thing with the Tom Brady kneel downs, I sent it to you guys. Pat McAfee had a uh, like a boosted play or a, uh, just like a squad ride play on FanDuel, and that was the last leg. Forty thousand people backed him, and Tom Brady didn't get those rushing yards because of the knees. Suspect, dude. The NFL is fucking suspect. I'm gonna go Bucks minus twelve. I don't think Justin Fields will get going this game. I only think he's been over 200 yards once. Excuse me. He, I mean, he doesn't even really rush as much as I thought he would. And their offensive lines going to have a lot of trouble with this defense. Yeah, the secondary's banged up. But shoot, Allen Robinson has Allen Robinson hasn't taken advantage of anyone this season. Mooney's good, but. I don't know. I'm not too worried about the Bears' offense against the Bucks' defense. And if I was a Bears defender, I'd be worried about Tom Brady, that's for sure. I mean, he's got th- – I mean, Gronk may be back this week, so he may have five weapons since they're actually using Lenny like running back now that he is. So, yeah, I, I don't know, too much for the Bucks, for the Bears. So, yeah, Bucks minus 12. Yeah, I'm sad we couldn't talk Rob into his own team here. <clears throat> it's, it's too much. I mean, I, I pick against my team all the time. Give you one more chance, Rob, before we move on. Look at oh, your record. I, could just, I just see like a I just see a backdoor cover. Bucks win this game by ten. Look at your record, Rob. Think. Do I need this game? <laughs> I need this game. <laughs> well, then he should keep it different than us. That's I need to get some records, so I gotta take my chances. Yeah, I was about to say he doesn't want to keep picking the same as us if he wants to get better or move all on. Right. It could make him worse though. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think it'll make them worse. Next up, Indianapolis Colts take it on the 49ers at home. 49ers are at home, uh, minus four and a half. I'm going to take the Colts plus four and a half. Uh, Jimmy G might actually end up starting this game. Um, I'm to report that he's feeling better. I think he's going to have to. I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who is ready is uh, Carson Wentz and the Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz looks very improved. Maybe not T.Y., though. He got banged up again. Yeah, T.Y. was huge last week. I didn't expect him to uh, start it off so so hot, but uh, he's he's probably been waiting to get out there. He um, also owns Texans. If you look back like the last few times he's played the Texans, he, man, he absolutely owns the Texans. That man loved Jonathan Joseph when he was at the Texans. I mean, he, he would torch him. Yep. Well, yeah, I think uh, Carson Wentz is, is really hitting his stride here with the Colts. Um, doesn't have a lot of turnovers this year. Um, playing really well, uh, passing the ball. 400, I think maybe one or two 400-yard games. Very impressive. Um, I really want to like the Colts, so I'm going to pick them to win this game. Um, yeah, I don't think the 49ers. I, don't, I, I could see the Colts defense giving the 49ers trouble as well, so. Give me the Colts. I don't know if the Colts win the game, but I think it's going to be a field goal game. It's going to be like a last-second field goal type Sunday night football game, I feel like, for some reason. Uh, 
yeah, Jimmy G's playing. I think Debo will have a pretty good game. Maybe Ayuk gets involved a little bit. Eliza Mitchell might have a good game. With Colts, man, Carson Wentz looks really good. This is like the Carson Wentz I thought the Colts were going to get when they got him. So it's good to see finally. Uh, I think Michael Pittman Jr. has a pretty big game this week. I think if T.Y. sits up, he definitely has a big game because Paris Campbell also went to the IR. So that opens up a lot for Michael Pittman. Jonathan Taylor, though, he's been on fire a couple weeks. I mean, he'll have a good game. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts plus four. The points are what's drawing me in here. Yep, I'm going Colts too. Carson Wentz looks the best he's looked now in a while. And it's also so crazy to me that if Tennessee would have lost, the Colts could be playing for almost a division lead going into this game. So that to me is just absurd. Also a very bad division. Yeah, it's definitely the worst division I think in football right now. But I think, yeah, I just think the Colts with points, I like them. San Francisco has a situation where they have two not very good quarterbacks battling it out right now. So I mean, yeah, Trey Lance is, I don't know if he's ready. He would be ready. Yeah. But, yeah. His throws just all over the place right now. I agree. Uh, one thing that pertains to the Colts that I've been doing in fantasy is uh, Mo Alley Cox is probably on a lot of the waiver wires out there. <clears throat> I think that's one of Carson Wentz's favorite targets in the red zone. Definitely check him out if he's on the waiver wire and you need to tight end. Tight ends are kind of scarce this year. Um, definitely look at, at picking him up. Yep. I, I have a Jared Cook on by this week in one of my leagues. So I picked up Mo Alley Cox. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a solid. Uh, I mean, depending on your league, he might start for you. Um, Definitely could start this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, next up, Monday Night Football, we got the New Orleans Saints, minus four and a half in Seattle, taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Jay Mack has a pretty confident pick here. I'll let him explain it. I don't know how confident it is. I was just running out of games. This is the last game of the slate. Kind of needed a lock. I didn't really like any of the other ones. But I think the Saints coming off a bye. Seattle coming off a heartbreaking loss. Gino, he's going to Gino. That's for sure. I think the Saints have a pretty good, I mean, Cam Jordan's going to get to him. I don't know if Lattimore's back. Mike Thomas ain't back, but I think James. Amos is going to have a pretty good game. Seattle's defense is pretty bad. Uh, I think Callaway, a touchdown from Callaway, that's not a bad bet this week. I think he could find the end zone. I was going to go Saints minus four. I know it's on the road, but Seattle doesn't look good without Russ. And Russ is a wow. I hate Russ, dude. Mr. Unlimited. That was some, <laughs> some stupid-ass shit he was doing this pregame. pregame. <laughs> Fucking oh, yeah. two minute drill with a fake huddle. What the fuck was that, man? This was calling <laughs> out plays. <laughs> well, my favorite the part fuck? was when he, he came out in overtime and he was the fucking captain. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Jesus Christ. He's just in his sweats taking a coin toss. <laughs> he knew that was gonna get like filmed. Like he had to know that that drill was gonna get filmed. Yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be with J Mac on this one. I like the Saints. I like that they're off a bye. Um, I think I'm starting to think I used to be a big fan of this guy. I think Jamal Adams might be one of the most overrated players in football. Bro, that missed INT oh, last my. week was like, so bad. 
I understand he's a great box safety, but Jesus, if you're a safety, you have to catch the ball. And Big Ben threw that right at his numbers, bro. And the thing is, that's not the first time he's done that. He's done it a ton of time. I don't know, but I, I, I just don't think the steel. All right, I, I saw what the Steelers did to them I, on offense. I think the Saints are going to air the ball out a lot. Yeah, I think Alvin's going to have a really big. Yeah, yeah like Callaway, him. Alvin, those two guys kind of have a good game. I think like they couldn't stop Najee. Alvin didn't kind of do the same thing. I think. Boo. Oh. Boo. We scared Tyler. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that's them guys reacting to uh, me typing in my new pick. Saints minus four and a half. Uh, you guys m- made some really good points on the Saints um, that I really wasn't thinking about. One, you know, Geno Smith starting. I knew that already. Um, I picked the I picked the Seahawks originally because Geno had the opportunity to beat the Steelers in overtime uh, if it wasn't for TJ Watt. Uh, that oh, was just that's a motherfucker, man. That was, <laughs> a, sacks, that was a huge sacks. That was a strange game. Uh, we had the DK Metcalf drama at the end there, losing oh, the fumble. Yeah. I don't care because we won now, but that shit pissed me the fuck off. I was heated with Mike Tomlin, bro. When he fumbled that, I was watching it with my dad. Me and him both stood up off the couch. We're like, "Holy shit!" And then they <laughs> they How recovered. Why are you that dumb? Just go out of bounds. Like two yards isn't gonna do anything. Oh my god. But yeah, you guys punching that ball on sun, on Sunday night, baby. I love that shit. You guys mentioned uh, how Najee Harris had a decent game uh, when they played them, and um, <clears throat> when I think of Najee Harris and kind of his play style, how he's good um, receiving and he's pretty good rushing, it just reminds me of Alvin Kamara. And uh, I think Alvin Kamara is gonna gonna do even better than Najee did. Jameis Winston's gonna be dumping it off to him. I think Jameis has a really good game. I agree. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints minus four and a half. You guys talked me into it. Thank you very much. Might have saved me a, uh, a a win there. So I will say I started 0 and 4 on locks. I'm 2 and 4 now. I've won two in a row. So I ain't bad. I don't even know what I am anymore. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just trying to catch back up to the lead here with Jacob. I'm going to see what my percentage is. Jacob's 14 above 500, man. That is impressive. 57%. Yes, that's profitable. That's, that's good shit right there. For six weeks, too, you said it's not like it's just like a fluke ass shit. My last yeah. two weeks have been pretty fucking good, but. Yeah, so Josh, you want to talk shit about the podcast, say so you're losing money? This guy is 57%, all right? So just listen to him. If he I, fails, I, if, fuck it. You're jinxing my ass this week. But I'm about to go <laughs> fucking over. I think that's purposeful, honestly. <laughs> I'm about to go like oh for all these picks. Yeah, well, if you go for all these picks, then a lot of our picks are also fucked. So I'm excited. Good week of football here. Um trying to go fucking whatever or no, baby. That would be impressive. And I would hope you would bet all that in a parlay to win a couple hundred thousand dollars. That would be <laughs> if I did that, I would call off for like a week. I'd be so stoked. I would quit my job. <laughs> Only for $100,000? What the fuck? You're going to quit your job? <laughs> yeah, at least for like six months, I'll find another job. I'm going to quit. I was gonna I quit. I'm going on fucking vacation, motherfucker. No two weeks. I'm out of here. They'd probably fire me after I did that, so you're probably right. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, oh, your paid time off isn't isn't uh, approved. <laughs> well, I'll give you the money to pay me at my time off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just made six figures in one night, motherfucker. Man, yeah, they- definitely take that next day. I'll get I'll get fucking wasted that night. <laughs> There's been a lot of of, uh, of instances like that. If you guys don't follow BR betting on Twitter, definitely check it out. They always have somebody. It seems like for every week who's going into Monday night or Sunday night football with like 300,000 on the line this past week, they lost because they uh, took the bills money line. Um, Would you like when some of those bets, like when they're like for 400 K, but you could cash out for 90 something like, would you cash out? Yeah. I, I like to think I would, but like, I'm, I'm cashing out. yeah, I'm probably cashing out too. You, you could technically cash out and like hedge the bet. Yeah, 94K is... Don't cash out if you're hedging. If you're hedging, don't cash out. True. That's true. But I would probably cash out because 94K, dude, that's like not life-changing, but it's definitely like it's changing. Yeah, Yeah. no, I agree 100%. It just depends on the situation because like the Tennessee Titans versus the Buffalo Bills, if I had the Bills last leg, I'd fuck that. I'm riding. I would definitely hedge the Titans, though. Yeah, I'd have to take out a loan to hedge the Titans because I don't have fucking $50,000 lying around. Yeah, money line gives you a lot of profit, though. But, uh, yeah, exciting week of football here. Um, we even got some college picks on the line. So, um, yeah, thanks you, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter and on TikTok and anywhere you can find us. <clears throat> Parlor, oh. maybe. <laughs> are you gonna look up your uh goodbye uh not this week i just, I just gotta say r.i.p levi great dog mm. great 10 years yep uh go run around in uh doggy heaven bud yes sir i think uh, i met him a couple times very good dog seemed like the best dog to just kind of be lazy at the house watch sunday night football with definitely a chiller i'm gonna miss him yeah, so that's all I got for this week. All righty. Rob, any closing remarks? Uh, I don't think so. All right, well, that's all. that's all we got for you guys this week. Go Ball State, Chirp Chirp, Homecoming. They're gonna I'm win. so happy the Steelers are on by. Fucking thank God. Yeah, the bye week's a little fucked this week. It fucked my fantasy team. This too. is tough. This is yeah, so many good teams, so many injuries, bro. Hmm. This is one of the toughest weeks of fantasy I've ever had to deal with. You're stressed out as a manager, ready to sell a team. I don't. I think in our league, I think I have one player or two players that aren't on buy on my bench. In uh, my Yahoo league, buy. I have zero players on my bench. They're either all on IR or they're on buy. Definitely fucked up, um, but we'll prevail. All right, we'll see you guys in week eight. Crazy to say, week eight. We'll see you guys later.